0: Hello and welcome to the In Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross from the future. I'm recording this about 170 episodes in. We're currently in June 2023 and I just thought I'd record an introduction to my earlier episodes for this simple reason. My sister was at breakfast the other day in a cafe and she overheard a lady saying to her friend, I have just found the inner white conversation. It's really, really useful. I'm going to go right the way to the beginning and work my way through the episodes. And it immediately made me want to try and contact this lady who I have no idea who she is and be like, no, don't do that. Because this, this podcast, it's been going for a few years. And during that time, I have grown. I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown more confident in my abilities and in my competence, not just in my podcasting abilities, but also in what I do with my clients. I've become much more sure about who I best work with, who I best serve and how we can best Have conversations around the topics that are meaningful to the people who I work with. And so it makes me want to go, oh, God, no, listen to the more recent episodes. That's where you're going to get your best value. That's where you're going to get your best insights. And it also, to be honest, makes me go, oh, in those older episodes, I sound different. I sound different because I was trying really hard. I was trying really hard to be liked and accepted. I was trying really hard to find my place in this in this space and i think it comes through i think that you can hear that and i'll be honest there's some old old episodes that i've gone back and i've thought oh that that's made me cringe or i actually disagree with myself and so it leaves me with the question why wouldn't i take the old episodes down and my simple answer is this as we all navigate life and business we all evolve and we all grow and there is always going to be an older version of us that we wish we'd have said things differently or we wish wish we'd have done things differently. Like for example, at the beginning of my business, I wish that I'd have been much more confident in who I worked with and how I can serve them and really back in my own, you know, opinions around certain things. But I can't go back. None of us can. None of us can go back to a previous version of ourselves and rewrite time. And so I'm leaving all of my older episodes in for one reason, only and that is because I want you to take these older episodes and take them for what they are a demonstration of someone growing and evolving and learning in public and I I say all of this and I introduce this episode with the hope that that not only inspires you but also helps you to give yourself permission to grow and evolve and learn in public. So many of us just won't put ourselves out there for fear that it's not going to be good enough, and you know it's not going to be right and when i when I listen back to my original my my initial podcast episodes, it's not good enough, and it's not right by my standards now, but it was back then. Everyone has to start somewhere we all have to start somewhere we can't just rock up to something and be who we want to be or have the quality that we want to have from day one. So with what you're about to listen to, please, please know that as these podcasts, as the numbers roll on, the more me you will hear me get, but that's the more me now. Yeah. And that's not to say that there isn't value and insight in these older episodes. It's just letting you know that this is my version of growing and evolving out loud. So with all that said, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Innerware Conversation, a podcast I've created for leaders like you. This podcast is dedicated to making sure that you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. I'm Nikki Cross, founder and owner of Thrive Life & Business, and in today's episode, I'm bringing a very special interview to you. Ashley is a brand and marketing coach and founder of Citrine & Sol. We actually recorded this episode way back in January 2021, and as I've been editing it back I've been just so excited to bring it to you. Although Ash mainly works with business owners I think this episode is really relevant to all leaders whether you run a business or whether you're an employee leading in someone else's business and do you know why? It's because at some point in our career we all have to put our own unique stamp on things, we all have to battle with our own inner work, our own limiting beliefs and we all have a personal responsibility to determine our own path and that's exactly what we're discussing today. Ash is on a mission at Citrine and Soul to empower and equip business owners with building a brand identity that represents the true you and in today's episode she lifts a lid on how a brand identity with soul and purpose is really built, how new business owners and leaders can get unstuck when they don't know what the best next step to take is, knowing where is best to invest your precious time, money, and energy, especially in the initial stages of business. And she also shares with us how she teaches her own clients to show up in their business with ease and with flow, and with a brand identity that embodies their unique strengths and experiences. Before I dive in, each month I am now sending out a thank you for anyone who's shared a review on this podcast, whether that's on iTunes or LinkedIn or Instagram. And as you know, there's no fee for listening to this podcast. It's completely free, other than you investing your time in listening. So my my only request is that you give me some feedback so I know I'm on the right track. And I am truly grateful, both for your time and for your feedback too. Um, And so with that in mind, the most recent review over on iTunes from Amy Welt reads, Leadership is courage, and Nikki walks her talk. Wow, episode 24, three lessons from three of my most difficult times. What courage to share every single word of this one. As ever, Nikki is full of authenticity and truth bombs, leaving me with plenty of aha moments as she shares real experiences from the heart. A true inspiration, totally worth a listen. Thanks so much, Amy. You have now been entered into Mays, thank you, and I will announce the winner from this month in next week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I absolutely loved recording this, so I hope you love it too. There are so many golden nuggets, so don't forget to let me know which ones you're taking away from today. Ashley, so great to have you with me today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. My pleasure. So...
0: Tell us a little bit about your background because it hasn't always been what you do now, has it?
1: No, definitely not. So, basically, I am from Australia. When I was still living there, I was a vet nurse for, yeah, like three or four years, um, mainly because I'd grown up on a farm. So, my childhood was very animal based. And then I basically decided that that was not where my next 80 years lied in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my future. Um, So, I actually was working. Working full-time. This was like the most insane time of my life. I was working full-time in a vet clinic and I decided to study a teaching degree online. I worked full-time during the day, every day, very long hours and very physical, and then went home and studied a university degree online. So I think at that time, I knew time would pass anyway. And it's that kind of situation where you think you either are going to stay where you are or you're going to get somewhere. And then, yeah, I basically graduated after the four years, had moved into sort of like more childcare rather than working with animals, even though they're quite similar. (laughs) Um, (laughs) definitely (laughs) agree. A, you wouldn't believe how much crosses over between um vet nursing uh, education and early childhood education it's incredible <laughs> like behaviorally so much similar I was kind of at a point in my life where I could go anywhere, you know, drop a pin on the map and you could just move there and that was almost too daunting because I didn't know where to go or what to do. And I thought, "Oh my goodness, I could go anywhere at this point." But I decided to move to England, so that was 3 years ago now, mainly because my grandparents are English. Um and yeah, I moved over as a teacher. I got myself a job in a primary school here in England and it was incredibly fulfilling with, you know, working with the children, but the red tape of school is just just insane and you know it was too much I thought you know what I can either stay where I am now and complain about it for the rest of my life and have you know zero energy feel probably angry at society and you know governmental decisions and things like that and realize that you're not actually in control of what you're doing and you know the job is, is is not what you hope it's going to be I suppose. Last year I decided at that point, I'd already been interested in working online and I wasn't quite sure whether it was right for me or not so I actually invested in a couple of courses that one was design hence how I ended up in brand design and another was more like tech skills so I was playing the field to see what was kind of mm-hmm. available because at this time I knew nothing about online business like you know I was a school teacher I knew nothing about anything beyond school basically so yeah I, I pretty much spent that month at home um, studying these courses secretly and I didn't tell anybody because really? it was that kind of situation yeah I didn't Even I told my mom while I was there, but I didn't tell anyone at all. I didn't even tell my best friend. And this is because in my brain, I felt like people would judge me because as we all go through the situation, when you make this decision to leave, I mean, you know, you obviously left a previous job as well. So many people leave corporate. They leave things that they've worked so hard for. And in other people's eyes, you look like you've got everything going on and they think, oh my gosh, why would you ever want to leave that? when you know at that point in time I had worked so damn hard to become a teacher like literally four years I, I basically sacrificed four years of my life to become a teacher but again I knew it wasn't where I wanted to be and I wasn't fulfilled I wasn't happy I wasn't peaceful I wasn't you know calm I wasn't anything really I was I was pretty much angry all the time but that was yeah kind of the deciding factor when I actually did that and and I just launched a business <laughs> So I basically did it on the side of um, teaching. So I was still teaching full time at that point, And obviously we, we didn't know about the world pandemic at this point in time <laughs> Freedom, freedom of life at that minute, threw together a website, worked out some design packages, ended up posting something on the Instagram profile that I'd just created and actually connected with a business coach from back home in Australia. And she was actually looking for someone to refer her clients to at that exact time to then um, have their brand design work done and websites created. So literally within like a minute of launching my business, I already kind of had client refer. Referrals coming to me. So, yeah, it was exactly what I needed just to kind of get feelers out there and start to kind of work with clients and get confident in what I was doing and, you know, things like discovery calls and all mm. of that other stuff. Yeah, that's kind of where it all began, really. <laughs> so, you've been a year in business now. Do you know the funny thing is I don't actually, you know, how people say, like, oh, it's been one year since I started Citrine and Soul? I have no idea what my one year is. I'm going to say February 1st. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yes.
0: One thing that stands out so much to me is when I started my business and I was just sort of becoming established in particularly where I was going to niche down. For me, I've spent 15 years in leadership development, but naturally when you launch a business... And, and you put your messaging out there, you'll get different people coming your way. And what I noticed at the beginning was a lot of the people that were coming my way were people who wanted to be a business owner. They, were, they maybe were a leader and they wanted to start a business. I remember the discovery calls that we were having and some of them became clients to be fair. But one of the things that was a theme across all of their calls was definitely but I'm gonna have to give everything up. If I wanna go and do that over there, I'm gonna have to sacrifice. And there was this feeling I suppose of, but if I wanna pursue that thing, I've I've spent five years over here or I've spent 10 years over there. I'm gonna have to give it all up. And there was almost this lack mentality when we first started working together. And I know that there are people listening to this podcast who are in that exact position, who they want to go and pursue something. But they've invested 10, 15 years in this career over here and their parents you know, funded their degree for it and they feel really obliged to continue. You sound like when you are reflecting back on your journey... You know, you went from vet to teacher, teacher to question mark, you didn't know at the time. <laughs> you were constantly assessing, is this right for me? And at one point, you were almost saying, but am I calm? Am I peaceful? Am I fulfilled? Am I joyful? Am I happy? Yeah. What was it, do you think, that inherently gave you that, instilled that in you that was more focused on where you're going and how you're spending the rest of your life, as opposed to but I've worked for four years doing this degree and I'm going to give yeah. all that up. And now and now I've gone and been a teacher and I've done that. And how do, can you explain that thought process if there even was one to me or if it came naturally?
1: Yeah, um, I think particularly when I went from vet nursing to teaching. So that was I mean, at 21 years old, no one wants to spend 20 hours a day on working you know I sacrificed partying I sacrificed seeing my friends I was I, in that time I developed social anxiety because I was never stopping I never stopped because I, I was an incredibly like stupidly hard worker like Mm -hmm. stupidly hard work like too much (laughs) but from that it then led to me needing social interaction because I was so in your brain all the time and it was just like this constant you know go 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 it's like being the hare, not the tortoise kind of situation Mm -hmm. it was just like never stopped Mm -hmm. and then I would find myself on weekends if I had weekends free or I had an event I would have to be somewhere like literally have to be Mm -hmm. somewhere because there was obviously a lot of internal stuff going on for me at that time. I think my mum has a lot to do with this, if if I'm honest with you, in that, that belief that she's always put on me. We've always talked about how things just happen in divine timing and, you know, things just kind of happen for you. And like, because so many things have happened in life that have just worked out, like it's just worked out. I can't explain why it's worked out. It's just worked out. So I've kind of grown up, particularly in a family that are incredibly hard workers. And obviously that's been a good thing. It's also been a negative thing because it means that I've seen how my parents have Mm -hmm. never ending work forever. Like they were farmers and farming doesn't stop. It literally doesn't stop ever. Because of that, I obviously had a very good work ethic, but I've also been able to, for some reason, just believe in myself and know that if I want to achieve something, I'm going to achieve it. And I think it also helps me that I'm a very in the moment person. I struggle to look in one year's time and particularly in this day and age. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I decided three months before moving to England, that I was going to move to England. Like if you'd asked me to set goals for one year that year, they wouldn't have been the same goals because Mm -hmm. in September, I decided to move to England in January. Like that's the kind of stuff you can't plan for because I didn't know that. I think that, and maybe for a lot of people, like we get so caught up in goal setting. We get so caught up in time. We get so caught up in setting rigid goals and following rigid routines that we forget to almost exist in the moment. And for me, I know that the time is going to pass anyway, and this is something that I've always kind of had in my mind. And again, I don't necessarily know why other than because I am such a spontaneous in the moment person. I can't see that big a vision. I genuinely can't see it. Like if you say, where's your business going to be in two years? I'm like, I don't bloody know. I've got no idea. I might not even have it anymore. Like who knows? But yeah, I think just being able to exist right now and think, do you know what? If you can actually vision yourself right now and you think, do I see myself exactly where I am right now in even one year's time, even six months time, like, Are you actually going to be happy? Do you actually feel fulfilled? Does it actually matter what other people think because they're not actually living your life? Everyone's going to have expectations of you. Everyone has their own perception of you. And this is where branding comes into it as well, because a brand is purely a perception. And when you think about your life, everyone exists in their own view of the world. We we grow up in a world that we're expected to look outside of us. We're not taught yeah. to look inside of us. We're expected to look outside to see where we fit into the world and how we fit into a box and how we fit into what other people expect of us. And in doing that, you lose yourself. There's you know there's no doubt about it. You lose yourself, and that's what happened to me when I was kind of twenty years old. Like I had a um, a partner who we didn't have a great relationship for about five years. And that obviously had like a huge impact on me and my life and my choices and everything else. And because of that, I had no awareness of myself. So it was only when I took about, it was actually the year I was teaching kindergarten because it was a very slow and steady job. It Mm -hmm. allowed me a lot of time to kind of reflect and start listening to myself and finding out what I actually like, let alone who I actually am. Because at that point in time, I existed as the person that everyone else wanted me to be or everyone else thought I was. I wasn't myself. I didn't even know who I was. Like back to the question, I think it's very much around having that reflection time. Like you need time, you need space. And unless you make it, if you just go through the day-to-day motions of life, you're never going to stop and actually think, is this what I want? And this is this where I want to be heading? Like you don't need to have all the answers. And I think that was the thing for me with my business, particularly. I didn't need to know any answers. All I knew at that time is that I didn't want to stay teaching because it didn't make me happy. I knew that I was going to stay in England. At that point in time, I genuinely had no idea what I wanted, but I'm one of those people that just takes action. Like I don't sit here planning it. I don't sit here thinking about it. I just do it. And opportunities are going to pop up. You don't need to know what the next step is or you you kind of you only need to know the next step and that's if that because if you don't know then you just try something and if it doesn't work you try something else and eventually I mean my business right now doesn't look anything like it looked when I started I'm not like anything I I was when I started Mm -hmm. nothing is the same and I couldn't have planned that I couldn't have prepared that there was nothing that I could have done a year ago that would have shown me where I would go now wow There
0: are so many people grasping onto as much certainty as they possibly can because we've had a lot of certainty stripped away from us. It has been an absolute shit show. (laughs) It has been a bit of a shit show, hasn't it? And so to hear you talking about, you know, how it's actually been quite safe for you to only know the next step and to only take action towards the next step. And also what you were saying about going within rather than Scrolling and scrolling and looking and looking and comparing and comparing. That's also a major, major factor in why a lot of business owners and why a lot of leaders struggle because they're looking around a lot rather than. So tell me then, you've got citrine and song, and it is different to what it looked like when you first began. If I was to take a snapshot of the last almost 12 months, can you tell me what has been challenging about navigating a new business as a business owner yourself?
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. If I could tell you the number one thing, no one talks about, I mean, everyone talks about it when you're in the business world, Mm -hmm. no one prepares you prior to how much inner shit is going to come up. No one. Like I have existed in this world for 20, now 29 years. At 28 years of age, I had never considered half of what I've considered in the last year. Mm. Like I, I didn't even know. I'd never thought about it. I'd never needed to worry about it. And this is the thing. If I'd stayed in teaching, it never would have happened. I never would have looked at any of this. I never would have thought about my limiting beliefs. I never would have thought about why I do what I do, my thought patterns. I never would have thought about, who I am as a person, my identity, how I want to be viewed in the world, how I want to effectively build a personal brand within my business. Because at that point in time, I existed for someone else. And when you're a business owner, it's like a real kick up the ass when you realize that you exist for yourself. No one else can do it for you. And I think it's like the, it's the toughest and the hardest and the most confusing thing you can ever find. But it's also the most empowering because Mm -hmm. At some point in time i mean it's going to take some people will probably work this out in two weeks some yeah. people will work this out in two years some people may never work this out and so it's exactly like you just said it's so, that so many people are looking for an external strategy or an external person when their problem is an internal problem mm-hmm. and it's not that it's a problem it's it's a challenge and when i say internal i don't necessarily mean like within their body or within their no. mind like yes yeah. it might be a limiting belief It might be a... Um, you know, a thought pattern that you have, it may be that you're just not taking action. But the most empowering thing you can ever do is to stop putting your eggs in other people's baskets. Like, yes, we all need support in some way, but when you feel lost, it's not a time to go out and go and invest in someone and go and think, holy shit, they need to save me, save you. And, And that's kind of the empowering thing is that when you put it back on yourself and you decide for yourself, what do I actually need right now? And again, you don't need to know what you need right now, but you need to be able to reflect on it because Mm -hmm. then you're going to be able to find someone who can help you. And I think that last year particularly was the year of, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, the year of business coaches. Yeah. and particularly the Instagram coach. And many people were looking for a quick fix. They were looking for someone who can help them. And what sprung out of last year was, yes, the most amazing businesses, the, the you know biggest number of online businesses we've probably ever seen. But it also became the year that we stopped doing what we wanted. It was very much about looking outwards and everyone was looking outwards. Everyone was saying, here's what you should be doing. Here's what you need to be doing. And people were investing thousands of dollars in someone who could do all of the things. And instead of doing all of the things, I think that what a lot of people need is someone who specializes in something and that something has to be your problem or your challenge. So instead of just going, right, I need someone to help me grow my business. Like, what does that even mean? Is Mm -hmm. it actually that you need to do inner work? Is it that you need to learn how to do sales funnels? Is it that you need to build your brand? Is it that you need systems in place like what do you actually need and like yes it's great that some people can teach you all of those things but sometimes I think it's best when you can actually find and you identify yourself what is my current problem and what's almost that one thing that's going to move me forward and maybe it's something that you can google like maybe you don't need to go and invest in someone to help you do that one thing and that one thing's going to open the door to something else Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you are got to learn one other thing and then another thing. And it's, it's just day by day, isn't it? And taking it step by step rather than, right, I've started my business. I've registered my business name. I've, I don't know, purchased a domain name. And then they're like, okay, now I need to invest in a business coach. <laughs> And I just think in my brain, like, oh my goodness, why are you already trying to grow and scale something when you don't have any foundation to it? And mm-hmm. that's when it becomes more about an internal problem because maybe these, many of these people don't actually know what their vision is. Mm-hmm. So they don't actually know where they're wanting to go. When you don't know where you want to go, guess what happens? You invest in someone. And they bring you down their path. They bring you down what they know and they bring you to, you know, where their business is. And again, I saw it so much last year. So many people did this and then they came back to the start again because they realised that where they got to wasn't their own path. It wasn't their own business. They Mm -hmm. became someone else's. Mm -hmm. So,
0: you know, you you talk a lot about going inwards and listening mm -hmm. to yourself and getting quiet enough, I suppose, to hear your own thoughts and your own voice What that also requires, so for example, before you were saying, you know, I start my business and now I'm just going to get a business coach and they're going to help me grow and scale. Actually, have you spent time thinking about the different services that you want to offer? Have you thought about the people that you want to serve? Have you thought about what your brand stands for and what you stand for? and why you even exist so many different so many different things to explore however one of the things that you said really struck a chord with me and that was when you were talking about I want it all now and last year did seem like there was a lot of coaches out there that were selling the quick fix in six weeks I can get you to generate five grand a month you know it's that kind of sell and I think everyone listening is experienced enough to understand that when a business sees an opportunity and wants to sell an outcome and they know how to market and sell themselves in a certain way, to show people the outcome that they can generate for them. You know, there are a lot of business owners out there who will jump on that and who will do that. What you're saying though, Ash, is you're saying, hang on a minute, before you go ahead and pay that person for all all of the things that they're promising you, have a little look at what you actually need. Have a little think about what do I specifically need? What is specifically stopping me? This might not be something that you've consciously thought about or consciously done, but if you could share with us, how do you do that? How do you go within? How do you, ask you, how do you know what questions are the right ones to ask yourself to be able yeah. to ascertain well, what is it that I need right now? I know for a fact there are so many people out there who don't feel able to do that self-reflection.
1: Do you know what I think it starts with? And this is maybe going to sound far-fetched, but I think it starts with actually why why are you here? Because until you can go right back to basically the ground of your business, why are you even here to start with? Mm. And particularly what happens with a lot of My clients, when I'm doing the personal brand coaching with them, we start with them and we start with looking at why you're even here in the first place. Because like you said before, if you've just skipped all of that foundational stuff and that foundational stuff includes yourself and your own knowledge of who you are, what you value, what you stand for, why you're here, all that stuff you don't know that and you've gone straight to trying to grow a business it has no soul there's no heart to your business and that's not to say that you don't have a heart it's to say that your business doesn't have a heart because you've skipped straight to systems and processes and you know all of that kind of linear masculine stuff but you've forgotten about all of that like inner goodness that makes you so unique. So when I originally started doing the brand design, the biggest struggle that I had was that my clients were coming to me, having worked with a business coach for four to six weeks. So not a very long time, but they got the foundational business stuff. Then they were coming to me for brand design and they loved their, their brand and things like that. And then we, we left it. And do you know what the biggest problem that they had then was, was they would say to me, okay, now what, mm-hmm. what do I do now? And I was like, what's next? What do you mean now? I don't know. What's now? I don't know what you're supposed to do next. Because at this point in time, I was only a brand designer. I wasn't a brand coach, which means that Mm -hmm. I was putting together a brand identity. Mm -hmm. But there was this huge piece missing in the middle. And this is the missing piece. The missing piece was them understanding all of this stuff about themselves. Because there's this huge, almost like this huge crater. And I don't (laughs) want to be dramatic. But literally, like for so many people, it's this huge crater that's missing and it's the heart of what they do. And when you're yeah. missing that, you don't have a clear vision. You don't have a clear roadmap because you don't even know what the hell you're here for. A lot of people think that their why is because I want freedom. I mean, I see it all the time. People think their why is because I want freedom. That's your personal why. Yeah. That's your personal why. That's not the why of your business. And particularly with your business, when you can go deeper than that and you can actually continuously ask yourself why, There are going to be things you've experienced in your life that are going to have led you to this moment. That right there is like pure magic because that's like your brand story. It's what you stand for. It's why you're here. It's how you got here. It's the challenges you've overcome. They don't need to be related to your business. They need to be what has almost, I don't want to say formed you, but almost like helped you reach this point. And like for me, that's all of the things that I've done previously. Like for everyone, it's how you got here. So basically what I I actually did at the turning point of my business was I stopped serving my clients. I actually stopped advertising because I didn't feel right in the transformation that I was providing. it didn't feel right to me. And this is because somehow intuitively I knew from the day that I started that there was a unique story in every single one of us. And every single one of us has this unique magic that is what forms your business and forms the heart of your business. I don't know how I knew that because I didn't know the first bloody thing about business. But for some reason, I had that story and that message already within me. And the ridiculous thing is that that message has stayed the same for my entire business. That core message has been the same. And I think it's because I intuitively knew that each one of us has got here for a reason. And like I was saying before, we, we've all gone through these experiences and we've got to this point. And so for a lot of people, without having that existing knowledge, you're not going to know the next step because you don't actually have that almost vision. You don't have that roadmap of knowing where you're going next. So without sort of knowing that, that's when you get lost in external strategies. And it's when you get lost in external people and looking outwards instead of looking inwards. So what I actually did is one, I needed to increase my knowledge. So I obviously dived a lot into brand strategy and learning a lot about um, personal branding. So that was, you know, that was the starting point, but that's still still, would you believe, did not transform my business. It didn't transform how I felt about my business. It allowed me to create better services. It allowed me to make my offers better and increase my knowledge for my content. But what it didn't do was change how I felt within my business. I still felt exactly the same. And at that point in time, I felt lost. And the only thing, and it's a huge thing, but the only thing, that changed everything for me was when I stopped thinking about my business and I started to thinking about myself. So I no longer thought on that external business level. I thought about who the heck I am as a person. And one thing that I actually loved to do was, um, I don't know, do you know 16 personalities, you know, the like, and Myers-Briggs and stuff. Yeah. So I actually started with that. Would you believe? Like that sounds ridiculous, but highly recommend go and, actually dive into your personality type because it's going to show you a lot about yourself, your workplace habits, the things that you value, what you stand for. And from that, you're going to be able to work towards the next um, thing because you're going to have a better understanding of yourself. So what it does, it, it actually empowers you to think, right, I don't have to be like everyone else. I don't need to fit in this box. And For me, I was still trying to fit into the box of a brand designer, but I didn't know how I fit it in there because I was like, why is my message different? Why am I not doing what everyone else is doing? Why am I not prioritizing design? Like all this stuff when I I was so drawn to something else and it took me to really value who I was and realize that that's actually what makes me different. It's not what separates me from being worthy or being valued or clients wanting to work with me it's actually the reason why yes. so beyond the the personality obviously we don't all fit into a you know one of 16 boxes it's <laughs> there's too many people in the world to fit into that perfectly but the point is to take what resonates and leave what doesn't and from that you're going to be able to start thinking about what do you actually value mm-hmm. and when you know what you value that's almost the how like how you're going to show up as a person within your brand Another thing is around identifying your brand story and really thinking like, how did I actually get here? And how, you know, how can I share that with my with my audience and things like that? But then even for some people, they're not even going to be at that point where they're building their brand. They're going to be thinking, right, what the heck do I actually do next? And that's when I think you need to think, right, what am I not doing? So one of those biggest things for me, and I reflected on this the other day, last April I had written in a word document that I was shitting myself to record myself and go on stories on Instagram right. because I was too afraid to do that so that for me was automatically like alarm bells here's a limiting belief here's not just one limiting belief probably a thousand mm-hmm. at that point and then it's about thinking right this it's a story you tell yourself mm-hmm. and It doesn't have to be how you are. So if you know that that's what's going to move your business forward, chances are if it scares the shit out of you, it probably is what's going to move your business forward and move you forward because it's going to allow you to take that next step. So it's definitely about stopping and thinking Right, what patterns am I in right now? What cycles am I in right now? What things am I telling myself? because when you identify those things that are telling you're telling yourself or you're not doing, that's when you can start to see who could help you overcome that because I know for myself, I have invested in a business coach to help me with my business. I've invested in a psychology coach. I was lucky enough to actually have free coaching on like mindset and things like that. so, The most valuable thing for me through all of that was actually that mindset stuff. And it was identifying those thought patterns that I was going through. And a lot of it comes back to those deeper ingrained things from when you were a child and those stories you've been telling yourself that you've carried through to adulthood. They don't serve you. They're not going to help you grow. And again, it comes back to thinking, if I stay where I am right now in a year's time, will I have got any further or will I you know have achieved my goals will I have made any more money will I have signed my clients and that's actually the point that I got to as well was realizing that holy shit if I just stay doing exactly what I'm doing now how is it going to look any different in six months time and that's again what caused me to start going inwards and thinking right who the hell am I how can I get support um, around these things and then it's going to help you move forwards and It's not about knowing, like I said before, it's not about knowing the entire road. It's about knowing that next step. So it has to start within. You can't keep looking outwards and expecting someone else to identify and help you do the work. Because, for example, if, say, I'd invested in you, Nikki, and I worked with you and you helped me, um, you know, you told me what to do, you can't do it for me. So no matter what, it's always got to be you that takes the action. Yes, it's great to have someone who supports you and helps you and you know, helps you really work through those things, but it's not going to change until you take the action yourself. And that's where the empowering thing comes in, because until you realize that you are responsible, you can invest in coaches for the rest of your bloody life. But if you don't implement what people teach you and what people help you do, it's never going to change. You're going to be in exactly the same place. And that's the step that people need to take is realizing that it is about yourself. It's not about someone else that can do the work for you.
0: hundred mm, percent. It's really interesting that you mentioned the two sort of things that I massively picked up on then was actually knowing yourself and knowing Mm. that the way you are isn't that you're not flawed that's you
1: you're not the problem exactly yeah you're like that's
0: you you're built the way that you're built And fine, if you compared yourself to Joe Bloggs over there, you're not the same as them and they will have strengths where you don't and they will also Mm -hmm. have, you know, areas of development where you're really, really strong, but that's what builds you. When when I onboard a new client, we do their MBTI, so we do their Myers-Briggs, we do Mm -hmm. their Enneagram type, and we also, from a spiritual perspective, we do something called their North Node as well, But what I loved about what you said when it comes to generating that level of self-awareness is it's on you. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. You can be in the space that you have been for however many years. But if you do not dig into who am I and why do I hold the beliefs that I hold and most importantly and thirdly, are they serving me? then you're not going to have the opportunity to change, you're not going to have the opportunity to grow. I definitely believe that, especially for successful professionals, they get to a point in their career, and they've got the 90k job with the car, and the home, and the kids, and all of the things that come with the sort of stereotypical picture of what success looks like. And when they get to that point, and they're like, shit, but I'm not there's something inside me and I don't feel fulfilled a lot of the time they've stopped growing or they've stopped feeling like it's still their job to grow they've stopped questioning Mm -hmm. who they are and therefore it's like they're wearing a jacket that's three sizes too small for them Mm -hmm. and so the work that we do together is around let's look at who you are and let's look at the beliefs that you hold and whether they serve you or not the most important thing about what you've said there is in between those fortnightly calls, that is then for them to go away and implement that work. It's for them to go away and do that mindset work and actually integrate it into their lives. So my objective when I onboard a new client is by the time they leave me, they are their own coach because it doesn't matter what you know. you Like you said earlier, you can Google so much stuff. It's focused on these people that I'm looking to invite into the thing that I'm looking to serve to them what's best for them what's best for them and it's just yeah yeah, like everything that you've just said it all comes down to that empowerment that you talk about which is Mm -hmm. actually this is on me yeah it's empowering ash but it's also shit scary
1: (laughs) yeah it's oh god yeah yeah exactly but Which, that comes back to taking small steps. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to, I mean, when I, did, when I did that, I wrote down that I was afraid of showing up in Instagram stories. Do you know what I was telling myself for the first three months of my business mm. was that I'm a rebel and I don't need to do that because I'm a little bit rebellious and I don't often like doing what everyone else is doing. I'm very good at doing the opposite. If one person says left, I say right. But it's because I like to prove to myself that I don't need to be like everyone else and I I don't have to. So it's like, you know, goal setting. I'd rather set goals in August 17th just for the sake of it than January 1st. So when I decided about the Instagram story, I actually wrote down tomorrow, I'm going to record myself talking about, um, I think it was like my morning routine. And then because I'd made that commitment, I did it. And I thought, you know what, if I don't do this, I'm never going to do it. I'm just going to stay in this cycle of never doing it. And if I'd never done that, if I hadn't shown up on stories, like goodness knows where my business would be. I probably wouldn't even have a business anymore because no one would know who the hell I am. <laughs> and yeah.
0: it's like, whoa, 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 stop a minute <laughs> and ask yourself three questions. How do I make this safe? How do I make this easy? How do I make this fun? Just stop and ask those questions so for instance what you were saying there about recording those instagram stories is you just said i'm just going to record it you could have chosen to record it and never put it out there but you still did it if you allow yourself to be trapped in the belief and not even inch forward where you were talking about the small steps not even inch forward you're not giving yourself the opportunity to get better you might be shit
1: that's okay you know (laughs) that. yeah Yeah, it's like like the beginning oh my goodness yeah but also no one cares nobody cares and do you know I want to add something there the most I think one of the most important realizations that I've had you are a blip in other people's day we Mm -hmm. get shit scared about oh my god I don't want to be annoying I don't want to post it every day oh my god I'm selling the same thing again I've done it twice this week no one else notices yes they see it but Mm -hmm. they see your spiel for two minutes mm-hmm. of their 24 hours and yeah. it's like because it's so big to us because it's yeah. it's like it's our existence it's our day it's our you know what we it's our job it's what we need to do so it becomes this big all-consuming thing for us but put yourself in your audiences perspective and think they're gonna watch you ramble for one minute maybe 30 seconds if you're super quick like I've never been that quick in my life but they see you and then they get on to the next person's story unless of yeah. course they've DM'd you or purchased your whatever, that's great, but
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. And that's what I meant earlier about, you know, we stop growing. We we stop being okay with being a beginner because we've built ourselves up in our own mind. You've created an identity that you've now got mm-hmm. to live with. If you can step into that beginner's mind and you can remove yeah. yourself from this version of you that has to be polished, has to be perfect, oh God, yes. Going to be so much easier for you. You're going to give yourself so much less shit.
1: I look at myself now and I look at where I was in April. And at that point in time, I wasn't even the same person. Like we said before, it's finding those people if you need it to be those people. If you don't need it to be those people, it can be yourself. It's not becoming reliant on someone else. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. Is there forever relying on someone else to do the work? When in reality, all the people I've worked with have given me the tools to do it myself. So now I know, you know, if I have a limiting belief come up, I know exactly what to do to get over it. You know, even business things, I know how to set up automations and systems and things like that because I've learned from someone. Yeah, I think, yeah, out of all the messages I can say is you only need to work out that next step. You don't need to know the whole path forwards and it's just yeah building the foundations on yourself and with yourself rather than relying on you know the world to do it for you thank you
0: are you ready for the quick round
1: i am i've got um my notes here Mm -hmm. let's go ash what is your favorite quote and why okay i have two because i couldn't pick one so (laughs) see i'm breaking the rules already i'm sorry (laughs) Um, So the first one is stop waiting for Friday for summer for someone to fall in love with you for life Happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for it and make the most of the moment you're in right now And I think that ties in very well with today of thinking do you know what just take the bloody action like do the one thing whatever it is Um, The second one is maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you I love that one too okay a resource you're loving is the happiness planner oh my god all my dreams came true when i discovered this literally (laughs) like it has everything possible everything and i like the online one because i like the fact that i can do it on the computer rather than writing it because i'm really shit at the the writing thing
0: if you could go back to the beginning of being a business owner what would you tell yourself
1: I would tell myself that every answer and key to growth that you're going to try to find in someone else and something else you already have within you. And um, don't look outwards for a strategy or don't keep looking outwards because all it takes is to accept, embrace, empower and express yourself and everything will change. of it.
0: And lastly, thriving in life and business to you means...
1: Um, To me, it means waking up every day, feeling fulfilled and at peace with my choices, dreams and life. Um, I'm a very adventurous soul who needs freedom and excitement. But last year definitely helped me see that I can actually channel that energy into day to day life. And it doesn't always need to be a grand adventure because I can choose how, you know, how to kind of channel that into living and existing Mm -hmm. every day. Yeah, every day. Exactly. Yeah you know, the hustle mentality versus the kind of just the existing and realising that particularly work is not everything. Like, you know, there's more to life. So definitely, you know, thinking about beyond just your existence and your, you know, identity as a business owner is, is a big one. Thank you.
0: So Ash, many people will listen to this and want to know how to connect with you, especially as you've dropped so many nuggets today and you have your membership launching around the time that we will be publishing this podcast episode. I will include all of this in the show notes, but could you just give us the best places to find you?
1: So my Instagram handle is citrineandsole underscore, the little line down the bottom. Um, and my website is www.citrineandsoul.com. I also have a brand quiz on there, a free brand quiz that um, people can take as well. So that kind of helps you with the, the personality side of things. You can see how your kind of personality fits into your business as well. So it's like a brand archetype quiz.
0: Ooh, I'm going to link that in the show notes. Thank you. thank you.
1: Ash, thank you so much. You've been an absolute dream. Thank you for having me so much. I've really enjoyed this. Pleasure. Pleasure, treasure.
0: I really hope you enjoyed this episode today. I absolutely love the interview episode, so I hope you do too. Before you go, I want to give you a personal business update. I am now fully booked for my one-to-one coaching service until September 2021. I'll link in the show notes the application to work with me and I'll start doing consultation calls probably mid to late July with a view to bringing on any new one-to-one clients in September. So if you have been considering working with me, please don't dilly-dally around. I'll be prioritising all of my new clients on a first-come, first-served basis. And lastly, if you're not already subscribed please do so you don't miss another episode and for those of you who are I'll see you in the next one